Hi guys, welcome back. Welcome back, episode six. I love how you have to always like label the episode. Yeah. Well, probably because we're not doing an intro, like most podcasts, like in this episode, you're yeah. going to hear about, but um, we, got, we got so many messages individually about the last podcast. Yeah. It was really exciting, not exciting. It was funny to see what people thought was funny. And, and the funny thing is, I feel like we set the bar so high that we're going to have to, if we come back down, like we, we have to meet that bar now yeah. every time. Because then you know people are going to be listening like, oh, episode six sucked. Yeah, five was way better. Five was way better. One was good. Three, two, and one. Three and two were just the okay. The odd numbers have been better. I know. Well, it's okay. Today, but the funny thing is, the thing I kept hearing about was the whole Connie thing. <laughs> the Connie, like referring to a condom as Connie. And I said... You know, I think I need to copyright that. And then when we make it big and yep. we have our merchandise, I'll just create a condom with me in my, like the way I look right yeah. now, in my top knot, yeah. baggy t-shirt, sweatpants with one the kids One kid on your hip, screaming. other one attached to your ankle. That will be the, that will be the uh, picture. On the Connie. I mean the logo. Yeah. I think that's great. And I think this way when men go to buy condoms or women, they could be like, hold on. <laughs> I could end up like this bitch. <laughs> Do you really think that people would want that on the face of their condom? I don't know. I know. Well, I don't know. It's more just like a gag gift. But if you bought it, like if 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 you're trying to like scare, I don't think like you're actually scare... gonna have people using these as a form of protective sex. I don't know. I think we just put it out there and see what the world says. But anyways, guys, so we we're excited because today's gonna be a little different. We um. We actually have a guest today. Special guest, our first one. Our first guest, and it's because he's getting a little jealous. <laughs> <laughs> and it's my dad. You can say hi. I I am not jealous. <laughs> I did get a little jealous. Well, no, I was a little shocked by the friggin' the uh, Starbucks excitement oh. over you guys. Oh, please. When you're in Fashion Show Mall or anywhere, people, oh, are you Frankie Shinta? You're like, yeah, it's me, Frankie Shinta from the Shintas. Well, yeah, that's me. But that was like, holy shit. Are you kidding me? I thought you paid them to do that. Well, they actually did. Okay, I have a confession to make. What? I go to, I. that's my Starbucks. So the two people that said it, there's like a little camera in there and they can see and they, I think they recognize my voice. No, but that's cute. I thought it was cute, but I'm going like, wow, I've been in the entertainment industry my since I was six and they pull up to Starbucks and the kids are going, oh my God, you guys are the making it with the Mackins? And I'm going, are you fucking kidding me? I know. After I go, doing this it like done, they done like three episodes. Yeah. For those of you who don't know my dad and you're listening for the first time, my dad has basically been in entertainment since he was a, like six years old, yeah. right? Yeah, six. well, I think seven. Actually, seven. I was on local TV. And, and That's Dom's age. That's crazy. That's Dom's age. And he was playing the friggin' banjo. What are we doing wrong? <laughs> no, I, it was the guitar. Oh, the guitar. And I was, yeah, I was, I was on a, a show called Uncle Jerry's Club. And all the kids were coming out. One kid's doing the Beatles. One's doing Elvis. I came out with a friggin' sicilian song about a donkey <laughs> and i couldn't believe why i lost i on was the, like wait, on the guitar on the guitar oh, wow that my uncle cappy cosmo mm -hmm. my uncle cosmo capuzzo he bought me well, with a little amplifier music in the background. we should play that time <laughs> yeah really yeah but i mean it, and he i'm bought singing. it. he bought it, the guitar for you it was my first electric guitar and then you just and it was knew a how fox. to play it 
And I, no, but I, no, no, that wasn't my first guitar. That was the guitar I played on local oh, TV. Oh, because you were going to be like, oh, I was going to be a star. You're a star. I'm a star. I got a Vox yeah. guitar. It was worth about $7. <laughs> so I sang it and everybody, like, it was a, like a talent show. And I was like, you know, if there were eight kids, I was in ninth place. Yeah. You know what I mean? Aww, oh, yeah. So I, was ter- I cried my balls off. But it, so, <laughs> but it didn't stop you. No, it did not because I knew I was, I was pretty good. But that's where you just found your niche in entertainment and your whole life you were. And that's the funny thing about my dad is he can, he went to see The Godfather and then he came home and played it on the piano like, yeah. and that was when my grandparents realized, holy shit, we have a moneymaker. <laughs> my, my mother said to me, like we went to see The Godfather and the, the tune that was in my head was, ba da 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 so I was a little boy, and I got home, and we had an old upright piano that my father got from the union hall. I mean, my Uncle Frank was head of the truck driver's union in Buffalo. No way correlated with the mafia. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's, there's a no. stunt. Your stunned silence is speaking well, volumes. <laughs> I, I can't answer that on the grounds of my incriminate. <laughs> I would never answer a question like that. I'm kidding. But he was, no, the truck driver's union, my Uncle Frank. I got pictures with Uncle Frank with Jimmy Hoffa. I mean, more than one picture. They hung out. I mean, it was amazing. But the union guys carried it up Bucko's stairs, my father's stairs, and I learned how to play it by ear. And I came home and played The Godfather. And my mother goes, you know, Grandma had no, she was like not real moms. She goes, how the fuck do you know that? <laughs> and I go, I go, I don't know. She said, how the fuck do you know Yes. She she, this is where I get it from. Yeah. And I go, I you don't know, Ma. She goes... Joe, Joe, she called my dad. And she goes, listen to this. How the fuck does he know this? Oh, my God. I mean, I was like, I don't remember, 11 or 12. Mm-hmm. And I played it, and I knew I was in love. I knew I was in love with the piano at that moment. And, and I never stopped. I never looked back. And that's the funny thing is somebody, a friend of ours, you know Asia, she has told me since the beginning of me meeting her, she said, you should always do the thing that is the easiest for you, the path of least resistance. And yeah. I think that was yours. And I think you just went with it. And and so long story short, my dad has been an entertainer since he was seven. And we moved from Buffalo to Las Vegas when I was in eighth grade. And he had this amazing show at the Rio for five years, six years, um, I, I five or six years. And they were just, and that's what we did. We were kids of entertainers. So... I can't sing for shit, nor can I do, I can't do anything that has. Definitely skipped a generation. Yes. Went it, to Dean. I'm hoping one of our children will get some of his talent. <laughs> but I know, got the humor, at least, a little bit. You know what was amazing? When we came here, nobody knew who the frig, the Shintas were, because sh- what the hell's a Shinta? And that was your slogan. Yeah, What's it was. a Shinta? What's a Shinta? I and love we spelled it. it, we spelled it S, it, we spelled S-H-I-N-T-A-S. Or, yeah, S-H-I-N-T-A, and then it said the Shintas, and then it spelled it Shinta, because it's S-C-I-N-T-A. Yeah. Because in Italian, we couldn't afford the H. (laughs) (laughs) But the the funny thing is, is most people didn't know how to pronounce it either, and it was, 
It was it was an ongoing joke our whole your it whole was. life. It yeah. was skin so tough, sky tough, yeah. and we were gonna put our picture up because the only good looking one in the show was Chrissy. And Chrissy, <laughs> right? Because me which, and my brother, we look like two guineas from the west side of Buffalo. Which, by the way, the show is my father. Well, was my father, my aunt Chrissy, my uncle Joe, who is now in heaven. Yeah, my my older brother was nine years older than me. Very funny. Hilarious. My brother, Hilarious. Rich Little. If you don't know him, he's probably one of the greatest. If you don't know him, Google him. Yeah, yeah. Rich Little, probably one of the greatest uh, male impressionists on the planet that ever lived. If you remember Dean Martin and all those guys, those iconic uh, 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 actors and singers, and he said, my brother Joe's impression of Joe Cocker was the best fucking impression of a human <laughs> being he's ever seen. That's and amazing. I looked at him and I go, I'm right fucking here. Yeah, like, I mean, because I did some like, impression. Kind of yeah. like how you felt when the people at Starbucks noticed me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or us. But anyway, Not bringing everybody up to date. This is a wee show Bringing everybody up to date. I'm an out-of-work entertainer because we're going through COVID. Exactly. And there's no shows. I The last time I performed on stage for a lot of money was New Year's Eve at the South Point Casino yep. right here in Las Vegas. And everything else has been canceled. But I don't know how we're... we're I mean, thank but God I do- saved... I saved the mob money that my uncle there Frank left. There you go. Well, I mean, I didn't say that. But no, you do, I, but you I'm do, only kidding. But you <clears throat> love entertaining so much that you do the lives on Facebook every Saturday uh-huh. at 6 o'clock. Yeah, Vegas. but my daughter, Danielle. Now, that's how you started kind of being yeah, you like... No, 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 no. cut your teeth. I oh, mean, you were doing your Instagram. So I did. No, I did. I think LuLaRoe. I sold LuLaRoe for a hot minute. And I used to watch you just because when, the way you... The way you showed the clothes. Yeah, I was You like, were funny. I, I mean, was, I was a hundred pound sinner. And I've been an entertainer my whole <laughs> life and I really enjoyed, I thought you were funny and I'm thinking there's something here, but not those frigging clothes. It was a, a step in my story. Uh, but, um, but your Instagrams were, are, yes. they still are. Well, but I also want to know like poor Mackin. He's like, he doesn't. It's going to be hard for me to get a word in this episode. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. See, they, you guys wanted me here. No, no. I, we I'm did on my... the fucking couch watching, uh, for the second time, I'm watching Game of Thrones. I know. And Remember he... that little King Joffrey, that little bastard, drank the poison. I wanted him fucking dead. I'm Sicilian. I wanted him dead. That, that fuck, fuck should have been dead. Finally, he died. His eyeballs were coming out of his head. And I loved it. I'm going, he's got, that's why I said I'll be there in 10 minutes. I, know. I wanted him dead. You want I had to watch him die. Yeah. The figure so, Butana. So. He had to get it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. So, but I was, what I was trying to get to. You could was, edit me out. No, no, you're fine. Um, it's great. Um, what I was trying to get to is what you think of all of this. Like my mouth, the way I talk. I mean, I do speak a lot like you. Oh, uncle Tony, our, my uncle Tony, your brother, your older brother always said to you. The strong, silent type. The strong, silent, like if you fuck, shooting him would just make him angry. Yeah. He's always. like Shrek. Yeah, he is Shrek. He is. He's but that he, big. But he has the heart of fucking gold. He's too nice. He's yeah. a middle child. That's he was why. A, he was a, Tony was a cop. I'm a middle child. But what I was, but my point for Uncle, bringing up Uncle Tony, he's my godfather and I love him so much. The point of bringing him up is what he said to you about the swearing. And he's like, Frank, what would you do if fuck was taken out of the English language? I said I'd be fucked. It's <laughs> true. Well, because it's a great word. It is. Yeah. And that's we a funny love thing. swearing. We do. And that's a funny thing. We don't use it to be like dicks. Yeah. It just 
emphasizes uh-huh. a conversation. No, Richard Pryor was a genius at it. Every swear word Richard Pryor used was about life. It wasn't about a person. It wasn't about anything. It was about life. And anybody that's ever heard him mm-hmm. would know that. Let me tell you, he yeah. was a genius of a comedian. Yeah, because he used fuck correctly. He used fuck, <laughs> yes. And every part of the word. Yeah. And, and, that's, and I get as a, a lo- verb, as a noun. And, so, and some people say it's good for your health to swear. I get my anger out. When no. I watch the news, I go, you got to be fucking kidding me. Because <laughs> I get it out. Yeah. I get my anger out, and then it's done. It's over. Yeah. When I get mad at my kids, when I used to get mad at you guys, yeah. when I got mad at you as a kid and Frankie, it was a finger and a I voice. would spank you guys or yeah. yell at you. And then you'd point. And then... I'd send you to your room, and then I would cry. Yes. Mm-hmm. Then I would come up five minutes later, ten minutes later, yeah. and I'd go in and I'd go, why did I spank you? Mm-hmm. Well, because you told me five times that you were going to spank me, and five <laughs> times, and then you spanked me. Okay, are you mad at me? No. Do you love me? Yes. Do I love you? Yes. You know I do. It's- do you want to hug me? Yes. Do you want to forget about it? Yes. <laughs> do you want to forget about it? Give me a hug. And it worked. We would because, hug. Because, and honestly, I was scared. And we do the same thing with Dom and Ben. And it was an I but, love you, and we let it go. Which is so funny about my childhood, because you spent our childhood traveling a lot, and that's how you provided for our family. You were on the road, and we were with mom a lot, and we would have to, we would go on the road, and our I just remember summers in Alex Bay, Alexandria Bay. We would drive up to see you, like a four-hour drive, and our ni- we would have the best time because our nights would begin when your show started because we always went to your show, and we'd get a, a cup of maraschino cherries, and we'd watch you, and we sang all the songs. Nice, formaldehyde. Yeah, totally <laughs> eating formaldehyde. Oh, no. And Sprite. Sprite and, oh, oh, no, Shirley Temples and maraschino yeah, cherries. But you know what, though? Although I was in the entertainment business, your mother and I were always our kids were came first, and that oh, I knew was that. nice. Your mother was a better parent than I was. Well, though. mom had to be because you because you were on the you. No, I was you were playing the role. I she mean, also I really knew who was. she married. <laughs> yeah, she did. She knew. Yeah, she knew what she was getting. And into. she and as much as we say like you're the backbone of the family, but mom really is like the fucking. Oh my God! She's like I don't the, know how she stayed ver- married. She's to the me. vertebrae. I mean, <laughs> in my vertebrae. early days, I was you know. When Frankie was a little boy, I was snorting friggin' Coke? Peru. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, but what I was saying is our night started at like 9 o'clock. And we wouldn't go to bed till like 1 or 2 like with you guys. But our my best memories as a kid was watching the show and then going to like Mr. T's in the middle at like midnight and dancing in a bar. <laughs> my God, that's right. I used to take you guys out. Well, you didn't you drink, would drink that young. You would drink. But I did have you guys in Vegas at bars. I won't tell you which bars. No. Yeah. But I did have my daughter. Well, because your whole theory with with which I appreciate about you because I never really until I met my husband, I didn't really drink as much because you oh, didn't yeah. make it like a taboo. You were like, listen, yeah, it was if you want a drink, have safe. a drink. Yeah. That's what you always said. If you want to have a drink, yep. even when I was in high school, if you want to have a drink, you can have a drink. You're just doing it with me. And mm-hmm. I never, and I was such a rule follower. Your d- yeah. sister was a little different. <laughs> I don't think Maria drank. Did no, she? no, but she, she had another poison. <laughs> <laughs> she had another poison. It was called B O Y S. Yes. 
Which your father didn't know till later. Yeah, and as me, I had to ask your permission if I could have sex for the first time. <laughs> oh my god! That's what you should tell wait, that story. what? Wait, okay. I'll. I'm gonna buffer the story. I was with my boyfriend for a year, and my dad has always told me my whole life, "You can talk to me about anything. Don't ever be afraid." And mind you, I had lied to my parents about a situation in high school that got me in big trouble. So I was like, "I am not lying anymore. I will not lie anymore." So. I was thinking about we were I was with my boyfriend for a year and I was like I think we're gonna try and have sex and I I can't do this unless my parents say it's okay (laughs) so I told my mom and she laughed and then she goes (laughs) go talk to your father so I'll never forget you were in the pool and I came over to you I'm like listen my boyfriend and I have been together for a year and we want to have sex and you were like what (laughs) (laughs) why are you talking to me about this but I couldn't do it unless I knew that it was okay. That's how crazy I was because I wanted to make sure it's okay. And you never said it was okay. I but just wanted crazy. you guys to tell me the truth. I yeah. didn't care. I never wanted you to lie to me. Yeah. I said, if you tell me the truth, I'll never get mad at you. But if you lie to me, you'll break my heart. Yeah. And that was and my... And I took that to heart because I did lie to you. And so I... did you have sex? Yeah. Okay, great. I was. <laughs> did I tell you? I yes. To, I talked to. He won't even be my friend on Facebook. I'm so upset about it. Well, why would you want to be his friend now? You're I married. Don't know. I, I'm married, but I'm just like my. Who was the guy? You know who it was. I used to tell your boyfriends though when the, when I used to take him to the backyard and go, look at. I want you to know when my daughter asks you what we talked about, tell him I just told you to be nice to her. Okay, and I go. I look at him in his face and go, "You understand me?" And he go. Yes. And of course, I give him the look of death. And then I go, listen, whatever you do to my daughter, I'm going to do to you. <laughs> <laughs> and he pictured, he probably pictured my Everything. ugly face oh, in my great. friggin' Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. I can't imagine. A Sicilian guy grabbing touch, him. I wouldn't touch me. So and that's probably, probably why. Uncle Tony standing right behind me. Oh, you. yeah, watching. That's so bad. But, it's so true, though. But speaking of like always telling the truth yes. in, in general, when. Mackin and I a few episodes ago talked about when you at, when he asked you if he could marry me. Oh my God! I and warned the poor bastard. He wanted you yeah. to tell the story. Yeah. So he, he wanted me. Yeah, because it's it's so much better told from your point of view. <sighs> I felt bad for you, man. <laughs> so you went to the right? Did was you he, go to a bachelor yeah, party? Yeah, well, I was at a bachelor. Uh, what was party. it? Was it only three day bachelor yeah. party? Only fucking three days. My daughter. She was a you know friggin' what? you were an ass. You know what? Side note, there needs to be therapy just for bachelor parties when you're married or engaged and how but to it's deal the with last that. hurrah of a no, guy that's single. No, and it's it wasn't not. even my own. Right. No, no, no. But it's it's not that. It's like, okay, so you have four friends that are still single and getting married and you're married and have kids and you're gonna go to a bachelor party and he be a fucking married. fool. No, no, I'm just talking about in general. You wouldn't understand. Yeah, but you're such a dago. I know. And I'm Sicilian, I could say that. You know, you do call me Connie from time to time. Connie A Corleone. different kind of Connie. So, wait a minute. Oh, a different kind of How Connie. How many texts? Yeah, there. I did. How many texts did you send to him? Okay, not texts. No, I think she calls. called me like, I, I used to remember the number. It was like 93 times. Over oh the course of like a couple God. hours. I would have killed I would have I would have And at a certain myself. point I remember I had to call you and say, Frank, hey, I You, you know, did. And Please. You know I love Danielle, but she's called me ninety times. I'm trying to have then, dinner. I gotta turn my phone off or you gotta tell her to stop calling me. She was so drunk because she was so upset. She was like throwing up. And 
Jackie, my wife, was beating the shit out of Okay, her. wait, wait. Let's be careful because last time we talked about this, I got very upset and we couldn't talk about it. But go ahead. Oh, just get <laughs> Gently over Gently tell it. the truth. You got four kids. Yeah. See, this is why I was so surprised when she got upset. Yeah, and they're going to You listen. got upset? But here's the thing. We had gonna... to stop recording. Well, oh, my God. I'm no, going to throw up. Gonna listen. No, because my kids are going to listen to this shit and be like, Mom, you were fucking crazy when you met Dad. What's wrong you with You were me? an idiot. Okay, because I... Danielle, yeah, really? We, what the resolution was is she can say she's an idiot, but when I said it, it hurt. Well, I could say, say it. I'm her no, father. No, when you say it, upsets me. Yeah, too. but okay, yeah, well, get over it. Have another sip. I'll go talk to Mary. But listen, <laughs> so anyway, yeah, get a therapist. Those people really stop. Help. It's not though. If you met Mary, you'd love her. Go I don't ahead. care. So she's met, probably great. But she is. You my therapist is, you know, the big guy upstairs. Your therapist, and he just is, looks at me and goes, ah, "You're in trouble." Forgive it. So yeah, you're forget it. So anyway. I, after all this, the text, the calling, the crying, throwing up, where my wife slapping <laughs> the shit out of her. You're an asshole. I left that out. I, and, 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 oh, I can't believe See what alcohol I, does. I, I go, you're an asshole. Go to bed. Shut up. Leave yes. the guy alone. He's going to be home. He's in a He'll bachelor. Shut up. Uh, so the next night after he gets home, he, you called me uh-huh. and... He goes, uh, Frank, I'd like to talk to you. I go, okay, no problem. I hang up the phone. Sweating your dick off. And I go, I go to my wife, I go, Jack, he's going to fucking break up with me. And I don't fucking blame him at all. She was an asshole. No man should live with this for the rest of his fucking life. No way. I wouldn't do it. I'm so, and of course, my wife was going, yeah, I, I mean, you can't blame the guy. With everything. You can't blame him. She was an asshole. She beat the she shit out of you. She, she beat the, beat shit, the out shit out of me. It was like Benadryl I was seven years throat. old. All right. So we go to the little bar next to my house. And I go there all with the intention of, in my mind, I'm going, look it, I understand. It's all right. You're going to break up with her. Because he young. knows I'm Sicilian yeah. and I'm a little crazy. So I thought, he's going to tell me. I gotta break up with her. I can't live like this. And I'm gonna put my hand on his. I'm gonna put my hand on his leg and go. I understand. Look at Mackin. I understand. I would not put up with this either. She'll get over it. Look, you move on with your life. You're a good guy. You're fucking beautiful. I love you already. And I'll always love you. You're a genuine guy. You're honest. Have a beautiful life and shake his hand. Give him a kiss. <clears throat> he goes. So I'm sitting there waiting for the fucking breakup. And I got a drink in my hand, a drink in my sip, and he goes, uh, I just I thought it was important I talked to you in person to tell you uh, I want to marry your daughter. <laughs> and I was like, in my mind, I'm, in my mind I wanted to go, I wanted to scream and go, are you fucking kidding me? And in my mind I go, you, and I didn't even know what to say. And I go, you, you want to marry, you want to marry, I go, are you sure? <laughs> that was the first thing out of my mouth. I mean, most guys would go, oh, you better be good to my daughter. So he said, yeah, I really love her. And I go, wow. I go, like, I almost wanted to talk him out of it. You want- I mean, I think my speech, I mean, what I was saying Listen, to him probably was had like. the speech prepared of why it I mean, was okay. I was all ready to go like, it's, it's okay, okay to bring you have a good her. life. You know, I'll talk to your mom and dad. And I, you know what? I said, 
and I got a little choked up because as tough as I am, I'm that my heart is that big. Yeah. And you're a fucking baby. I love that strong. Like I cry every day with my grandkids. I know. Um, and I, I said, listen, I'll love you like a son. Just don't ever hurt my daughter. <laughs> you know. I don't think that'll happen because everyone's on your side anyway. No, because I was more worried about you fucking cutting his eyes out. <laughs> I mean, I really, I wasn't, so I wasn't worried about him ever hurting you at all or doing anything. I no. was worried about you. Yeah. Not even cheating on him. Be- just like I mean, he would wake up and his neck was bleeding. <laughs> With a horse next to him. Yeah, the horse I head. I would in never the bed. do that. Oh, yeah. You. Why are you painting this picture of me? Because you're a total Sicilian. I know. Poor Mackin. So, anyway, he's been my son in law now eight years. A- no. What? You're ma- just um, as good at me as me. Married nine years, yeah. Married nine. Yeah. But, uh, he knows. I know. And what you're a good. great. I mean, I love. he. You are incredible father. I mean,. You're a great disciplinarian. But the first time he came to the house, I brought him to the grill. And I could tell he was nervous. It was like giving a Jewish guy a pair of pliers. (laughs) And he looks at him like... uh, That's how I still look at pliers. Really? (laughs) But let me tell you, you're better on the grill than I am. No. I mean, your steaks he come is, out medium rare every time. I can't do, I don't even like cooking. I just like, listen, we're going to my we parents all know or we're getting takeout. Okay, but it's just because it's overwhelming. And yeah. then yeah, it is. It's the cooking and the kids all at the See, same time. He understands. It's not just the cooking for you. And then you come over and you're like, well, the rice was a little underdone. I'm like, what the fuck? Not all of us can be mom. Like, I can't do it all. <laughs> but I say it nicely. You do. I want you to learn because when I'm dead, who else is going to? contradict you well he can't no, he'll he, cut his throat he will, he will not. poor guy can't <laughs> say nothing up. you are so he, you call me for everything yeah, you have I a little know. argument Damn. not a little no not a little argument we have big arguments i call you and yeah I'm but like, i know but you it. want me to come over like and shoot him <laughs> and it's like i'm always on his side yeah I know. okay you gotta get over here right now you ain't i'm gonna, gonna fucking I'm kill fucking, him i'm gonna fucking fuck I'm and i'm going I know it's her fault. I'm taking the minivan. I'm leaving with the children. I'm leaving. I left my ring. Oh, that's your sister, Maria. No, my ring doesn't fit, so I can't wear it. It's still too tight. Nothing fits me. I feel like pizza the hut. Which which is so... Oh, Dad? I wear a mask in the house now, just so I stop eating. That's a brilliant (laughs) idea. I should do that. Which brings me to my point of... Even at your your birthday, I remember your 60th birthday party, it was like a revelation for me. I was like, I always wanted to marry someone that was just like my dad, but my poor husband literally married my father. I am your height, your stature. Even my gynecologist was like, listen, I, listen, I know that it's hard for you, but don't blame yourself, blame your father. You're literally your father's child. You're built height, stature, whatever. You are your dad. I'm like, I know. Well, you're not. I'm a little taller. Than a little. You. A little. How tall are you really? Five seven. Oh, you five seven? How tall are you? Four eleven. All right. Well. If I was five but seven, you are I'd my be. Same, yeah. You do have my same body. And type Mackin right. always laughs about how how I always complain about you, but he's like, you guys are exactly. The same. You're the same personality. Yeah. <laughs> Even you're when just we the fight. female version. Yeah. <laughs> she, she acts like she's your <laughs> wife sometimes, or she used to more than she used oh to. Oh my god! I I'm do. sorry, Mac. Where are you? Who are you with? What are you doing? Yeah. I do that to my dad. Yeah. And you're you're both just so passionate and loud and boisterous and 
you're both the the energy when you walk into a room everyone gravitates towards Which, you guys not not even that but like even during this podcast like you can't get a fucking yeah, burden i'm just kind of the third <laughs> reel here but that's okay because you're i'm used to it just the other night at cassie's birthday when mm-hmm. she cassie Ponjavinen, I love you. you. She gave us those mugs that say making it with the mag and she made them for us. Our first round of merch. Yes, our first round of merch besides the Connie's. Mackin, we're driving home and he had had a great night. I was driving home. He was drinking yep. and he broke down and was just telling me how much I'm so much like my family. Mm-hmm. And that's what, that's something that you love. Yeah, that's one thing that I really enjoy about you and I love about you is because you are 100% your family. You're all your dad, you're all your mom all the time. You are just like the living, breathing version of everything that they've been in, been through in life and what they've like hoped their daughter would have been. The good and the bad of both and of them. The, there's some bad too. And the ugly. Yeah, because <laughs> just like you, Mackin, okay, the, fu- the funny thing is, and I don't even think you know that you do this, but when you're arguing with somebody, you think about what you're going to say bef- and not even listening to the person that's talking. Because I know you do that. I-, I see you do that. And he's like, you need to stop and listen to what I'm saying. And I've learned to stop and listen because I always am like, nope, I'm going to think about what's going to make me right in this circumstance. But you don't do that anymore. Now you just, the only thing you still do is you think if you're louder than me, you win. Yes. <laughs> like my dad. <laughs> <laughs> even when the boys, even when the boys are, yeah. are yelling or screaming, hey, 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 let's look at the look at the plane. Where's the plane? Yeah, just because you go up a notch higher <laughs> in volume doesn't mean that you're right. Yeah, but dad, I you, try doing that with the boys just so they stop. But screaming. that's a funny yeah. thing, and and you are great with them that way. And which brings me to a question that I wanted to ask you: What is the what is the difference of being? Because we're parents right now. We're in the heat of everything we're in the terrible twos leo just shit on the lawn today <laughs> he did well you let him run around naked he's naked and he's an, he's naked because he probably to, didn't even know what it was it was like no, because we was, had to he, hose him down after eating his dinner and ice cream yeah we <laughs> hosed him down and we left him naked to play in the yard because it's so hot out and leo yeah, but shit, it just you hear what you just said yeah dinner ice cream you and have to shit after yeah. that there was and he's probably sure. going, what the hell is going on? Where is yeah. my diaper? Yeah, where did that come from? These motherfuckers haven't potty trained me yet, so I'm going to go right here. <laughs> I know, they ready. didn't potty yeah. train me. Well, Ruby shit's on the grass. Yeah. My <laughs> point for bringing this up was, what is the difference between being a dad? So, what is the difference between being a dad and being a papa? Wow, you opened up Pandora's box. <laughs> when I was... When I had you guys, my dad was still alive. Mm-hmm. And I used to tell him, man, I love my kids so much. And you guys were always on his lap. Mm-hmm. And he would always cut up fruit for you guys. Or he'd always have something for you guys. You guys were always about Papa. Cantaloupe. I, I, Whatever. Honeydew and cantaloupe are correlated with bucko and yes. basil. I don't know why. Those Honey smells. Honeydew, cantaloupe, uh, uh, oranges, Everything. apples. So, I told Bucko one time. Which Bucko? I love my wait, Bucko. Bucko is there was my, a nickname for my father that was given to him by the a kid in the neighborhood that hung on with the Buffalo Fire Department and then with the family. So his name was Giuseppe Joseph, but, but Bucko. But, but people admired your dad. It was an affectionate name. There, there are people still today 
who tell me your grandfather is the greatest human I've ever met in my life. In the Buffalo Fire Department, which were 1,500 men, the motto was, if buckle can't fix it, throw it away. And he cooked from the mayor to the police chief to the, you know, people on the street. Mm -hmm. He was the chef. Yeah. That guy cooked everything. And he could fix anything. So I was telling him how much I loved you guys. And Us, he, your children. You. Okay. And Frankie and Maria. And he says, wait till you have grandchildren. He said that to you? Yes. And I said, Dad, come on. How could I love anybody? How yeah. could I love anything more than my own children? He's going to cry. Jesus <laughs> Christ. His eyes filled with tears and he looked at me and he said wait he held his finger up and he looked at me with those Dean Martin eyes and yeah. he said wait he never lived long enough to meet to see my grandkids but now I know I love you guys with, I would die for all of you, yes. but the way I love my grandbabies it's different. Is, is just beyond. You know, grandparents always say, I would have skipped right over the kids. Really? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's the saying. Oh, my God, I would have skipped right over the kids. It's only because, you know, when they shit, you can yeah, give them back. Yes. The Where's stuff? mommy? Yeah, just like you. You're like, oh, uh, Danielle, yeah. I think Leo shit. I'm like, uh, you have hands. You can fucking change him. Well, I, like, I have uh, a couple he's already, times. That's what he means. He's but it's easy. All that too. It's yeah. easy when you're there oh, because you're mom and you're dad. It's easy because that's my job. I, exactly. just, I do all the good stuff. Yeah. I give. A, yeah. I cut up the fruit. But we're in 2020 and we're no, equal. that's not a thing yet. <laughs> just kidding. Papa's papa, man. Yeah. You know. And but the funny thing is about you, and you talk about your dad fixing things, is this, the drawer in our kitchen broke because... The boys hang on it all the time. Yeah, we talked always, about it on the last one. We did talk about that, how Dean's always hanging on the cap, the drawers, and he breaks. And now you think when a kitchen drawer breaks, oh, that's an easy fix. It's just like a, a thing. It's like a, a, a new wheel or whatever. But my dad had to take this drawer to his friend's house and then, like, remold the metal and put a new piece of wood in. It's like a lot of Which is of something fucking, I would never even know where to start. Never. And, and, and that's okay. Yeah. And that's fine. I know where my faults and, are. And No, it's not a fault. No, but it's it was just, because of my father that yeah. I because knew. Because of his dad. I wouldn't know what to do if it wasn't for my dad. But mm -hmm. now anytime anything breaks in our house, if it's like a fucking cookie cracks in it, oh, Papa will fix it. And the boys go, Papa, Papa, Papa. Or they Papa. even pretend like Leo gets the hole puncher and goes to pretend to stick it up under the table. And like he's fixing something. Papa, Papa. In, in the <laughs> like it's a in screwdriver the little, In or the something. little playground in the yard right here, there's a split piece, split piece of wood. I didn't even say it was broken. He looked at me and goes, Mama, 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 Papa, Papa, Papa. Because it was broken. Beautiful. You know what the bottom line of this whole thing is? Mm -hmm. One word. What? Family. Family. There is, the world could explode around us. You could be out of work. Yep. Could have no money. Yep. Could be holding on by a thread. But if you have your family, you've got everything. It's true. You and you even and health. you just said this. You just said this to me a little while ago. You said 
would I, if I, if somebody offered me a hundred billion dollars for my family, instead of, I wouldn't, I, there's nothing. You would never trade what you have, the relationship you have with your children and your grandkids for anything in the world. Mm-hmm. Even though you're unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> I'd give anything to be on stage right now. I know. You know what? This time with my family has been incredible. Yeah. But I want to get the fuck out of that. I know you do. So do we. <laughs> we all do. I, I want to get on stage. Yeah. But you know what, though? When they when you all come to the house and they go... Every day. They want to go in the pool. I I mean, I love going to the pool, but I don't love going no, in the pool. No, nobody does. But when the boys want to go in the pool... Mom mom never went in the pool with us. She went in the pool with Vivian the other I day. I not even... I'm so mad at her because I used In a to bathing play. suit. One of my friends said her mom used to say, like, if she goes in the pool, she'll melt. So she never went, because she used to lay in the sun. And I'm like, that's my mother. She never went in the pool with us. She went in with and your she daughter. she fucking does shit with Vivian that she never did with yeah. me. No. Your, mother's a, your mother is the yin and the yang. She is. She is the giddy up in the wall. She is. That woman, from the moment her eyes open till yeah. they close. She just goes. Does, she does everything. And, and you guys will be married, what, how many years? Wow, this November 23rd, it'll be 40 years. 40 wow. years. And I'll tell you what. What's your advice for everyone listening? <laughs> when you get married, <laughs> I'm a tough Sicilian. I grew up with seven Sicilian uncles. Mm-hmm. My uncle Frank ran the truck driver's union in upstate New York. I grew up in a typical Sicilian family. If I didn't choose entertainment, my line of work would have been totally different. Mm-hmm. When you get married, you got to realize that the woman is 80% and you're 20%. And when you realize that, no matter how tough you are and how you think you're the boss, when you have children and you have a good woman, when they're 80% and you're 20, you're going to be happy for the rest of your life. And... My wife, she loves me more than anything on this earth. I think, not maybe more than the grandkids. Not more than not more than her granddaughters. <laughs> no, God no. No. But I know she loves me, and I've made a lot of mistakes in my life because I was stupid. But I realize now there's nothing more important in my life than that woman. And in your she family, she completes me. Mm-hmm. She, I mean, like little things. Um, everything's in its place all the time. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. And God blessed me with her mm-hmm. and then blessed me with my children and then blessed me with my grandchildren. And, and you know what? twins. <laughs> That's the circle of life. Amen. You know? If I die in my sleep tonight, out happy. of work. I'll be a happy man. I'm a happy mm-hmm. fuck. Yeah. Thank you, God. Fuck, I'm a happy fuck. That's it. I mean, really. And I'm, I'm, I'm honored to be your guest tonight. Oh, and I hope Dad, I didn't talk stop. too much. No, this and is And I love great. you guys. We I love, love the fuck out of both you guys. You're both great parents. And I don't know how a lot of people do it. With, I mean, having two kids and then fucking bang, you twins. got twins. Which is so funny because when I found out that I was pregnant, it was a shock. And then when I found out I was pregnant with twins... I came to your house. I called Mackin, obviously. Mackin was with me. No, I was there. 
Oh, you were with me. That's right. Yeah, remember he was Glad your you husband. Remember. Oh my God, buddy, it was like a whirlwind. And I, we walk in, and I tell my mom, I tell mom, like, what's the worst thing that could happen? And she's like, I don't know. I'm like, literally, what is the craziest thing that could happen? She's like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm pregnant with twins. She laughs her balls. Of course, off. that's your mother. She laughs so hard. I come in and I tell you, and what the fuck did you do? I cried my balls. And you said what? I don't know. I don't know if I can afford it. I don't know if I can afford it. But you know what? I said, God will provide. Amen. You said, how are we going to do it, Dad? And I said, don't worry about it. God will provide. And he has. And I'm not a real, I'm not a good Christian. I really am not. I'm not a Bible reader. I think you were actually raised Catholic. Yeah, but I never really believed in Catholicism. But you Because were... every time I went to church, it was in Latin. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm Sicilian, and I speak the dialect, and I couldn't understand what the fuck your priest was saying. <laughs> then the bells rang, and all the old ladies are hitting their, their chest. chest. And I'm going, what the fuck are they doing? Checking their heartbeat? And I didn't know what they were saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I didn't know... What I didn't understand it until I went to see Michael Pastor Rochelle. Mm -hmm. That was and that when was... that guy talked, he brought me to my knees. Yeah. He he took a guy from the street and broke it down for me. Yep. That's what led me to believe wow, there's something, there's something out there that than, loves yeah. there. Yep. Mm -hmm. That changed my life. A lot of things have changed my life. You know, I think you've lived a pretty incredible life. I have. Absolutely. I'm pretty blessed. And especially you know what? that I'm... you found two men to marry your daughters. <laughs> yes. The biggest feat of Still all. And I think I warned my son-in-law Joey, Joey the same thing. <laughs> Wait a minute. When he came out to ask me to marry her. Yes. <laughs> she wanted it. She was pissed off because she thought we were talking about something. That wasn't involving her. Yeah. What the fuck is he talking? What's what he doing? What's he hiding from me? What the fuck? What the? <laughs> why is he? Why are they out there talking? And I couldn't tell her. Yeah. That he was asking her hand in marriage. No, you had to keep a secret. We're crazy. We're crazy. You're two little but it's okay. Connie Corleone. We yeah. are, but it's okay. It's okay. But you're both very loving. And these guys know it. Yes. And I mm -hmm. I warned them both. I yeah. did warn them. them. You gave them a get out of jail for me. Yeah. I gave them. They could have ran away. Yeah. And I, they would have been like, yeah, the guy did warn me. Well, Dad, we appreciate you being on today. Well, Thank we, you so you much. You know what? And you're going to be on my uh, live I'll on Saturday. I'll be on Saturday. your live on Saturday. Yep. And, I mean, you're the show on Saturday, and I'm just kind of like. Well, I may have a, a guest on Saturday, too, my guitar player. That'll be fun. Because he's talented. Well, I love you both. And you know what? We love you more. At this point, I've had enough of both. Yes. <laughs> and we've all been drinking enough. And thank you guys all for listening to us, even though Mac Thank and, you so much. Even though oh, Mac, Mac and and, Poor Mac didn't get fucked to We say. knew that he wasn't going to have shit to do. That's eat. okay. I got a break tonight. Well, well you guys wanted me here. I, I, was need, I needed the rest after Leo today. Next, next uh, Sunday, Mackin will have his chance. You guys will never yep. ask me back. Yes, we of will. All you your have. customers are going to go. They're not customers. When's your dad coming customers. back? <laughs> they're not paying us. It's not customers. What they're, are they? They're just listeners. Oh, well, all your fucking listeners. They're Whoever those love people you. are out they're there. They're going to love you and be like, when is your dad coming yeah. back on? Yeah. What's that old Dago? That old Sicilian Yeah, because back. you're... Let him tell us home. some mob stories. Yeah. No, you don't have no, any. No, I don't have any of those. None. Good night, everybody. Listen, remember, wherever you go, there you are. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll leave it at that.